Hey now, hey now, all you cool cats and kittens out there across the universe. It's a, uh, as you're listening to this or watching it, it is a Saturday afternoon. It's a nice October Saturday afternoon. Hope it's chilly where you are. It's chilly where I am. Christian, dude, big fucking week, man. Big fucking week. What's up? Dude, what's up? It's been crazy busy. Everybody's got movies to watch, theaters to go to, and it's nuts, dude. It's It's been a hell of a week, and the crazy thing is, it's like you think we're going to finally get, catch a break, but next week's Halloween ends. <laughs> so it's like, dude, we're just going a million miles an hour right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was at the theater twice this week. I saw Barbarian. I saw Terrifier 2, both of which I'm sure we'll definitely talk about. Obviously, we had Hellraiser. We had Chucky Season 2, Episode 1, which Christian didn't watch. And in my opinion, he's not missing much. I did watch it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, there's been a lot going on, man. There's a lot. Um, I mean, if you're into it, Hocus Pocus 2 came out as well. You know, it's been a busy seven days or so for for horror fans, for Halloween fans in general, man. Um, Yeah, how's the weather over there in rural Louisiana? I'm, 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 I've got my good two or three weeks, but after this, it's going to get brutal. I know it. So right now I'm blessed. It's nice weather, but it don't yeah, last the, long. Uh, the heat, the heat's on here. The heat's on here. It's uh, right now. I think it's like 48 out right now. It's nice, man. I, I get off work on Fridays at eight o'clock. I left like at seven 30 today and I told them all we were slow, but I was like, look guys, I have to watch Hellraiser and then do a podcast and Hellraiser's two hours long. So I need to be home at eight. So it was two hours. In, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Walked in the door, uh, sat my food down on the table, turned it on, and I was still in my work clothes. And I was just like, What you what you get to eat? Stuff. I'm sure you pick something up. Yeah. So I did. Uh I don't know if you have it over where you're at. Uh it's uh an Italian place called Piata. Um, very similar to Chipotle. You get like a bowl or whatever, but it's Italian. So you get some kind of pasta, sauces, meats, all that type of stuff. Um, so I got me a, uh, spaghetti noodles with Alfredo sauce, spicy ranch, chicken, steak, Mm. corn, and and corn and mozzarella cheese. And I smashed Mm, that shit. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Yeah. I mean, it's been a crazy week. Am I am I coming through for, through my mic, Christian? I am right, one thousand percent. Okay, don't just worry. Sure. All right, yeah, <laughs> I'm self conscious now. Um, but yeah, dude, it's been a crazy fucking week. I mean, where do you want to start? I mean, I guess we'll just start. I want to get. I want to. I want to start with Hellraiser. Okay, I was gonna say I just finished that, guys. When Christian texts me asking, "Hey, when are we getting going?" Basically, it was about to roll credits. I was like, "Well, perfect fucking timing." So let's go. So that is fresh on the mind. Uh, fired off a tweet about it already, but that's all I've done about it. I haven't really spoke on to anybody about how I felt about it. Go. I'm listening. I don't know what your tweet was. Go ahead. Um, dude. So I I think personally, like overall, there's nothing wrong with the movie at all. Um, I I was wrong earlier this year or the last month when I said it was I thought it would be the best horror movie of the year. Uh, It wasn't, uh, but I didn't really have any drawbacks. I mean, it's funny. I saw your your Instagram post and and I was actually talking to Alexis about this earlier. Great listener of the show. Um, And she said, 
it feels a little like almost like too produced uh, in a way. And she's like, that's not bad, but it basically I'm not used to that with Hellraiser. And my response was, I, I totally understand what you mean. Um, but if anything, that's just, that's not their fault. It's this franchise has never really had money behind it. So it's definitely different to see it with money behind it. Um, I, I didn't have an issue. Uh, I, well, no, I did. I had one issue and it was, I wanted more Jamie Clayton. Uh, but now that I think about it, you know, it, and Doug Bradley was only in the first movie for six minutes. So I feel like that's kind of the point almost like they want to entice you with the hell priest, but not give you a lot of the hell priest. Um, Jamie Clayton's easily the best since Doug Bradley. That's without question. Uh, love the fucking Cenobite designs. Um, really like some, them. uh, the, the only one that I wasn't like a huge fan of, I wouldn't even say a huge fan of the only one that I was like, kind of like I could do without, I could bet you I could tell you tell, which one do you think the McDonald arches, the one with the perfectly, the perfectly cut skin that makes the McDonald's arches. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, she, she yeah. looks like, she looks like, dude, let me cut in really quick. You're fine. You, I, I'm 100%. I can't put my finger on it, but it's missing this X factor. It's, it's too shiny. It's a little too overproduced. I think I actually said in my review, they should have taken away a little bit of money. Some of these Cenobites look like Picasso's. I don't feel the pain from some of them. It, everything's too clean. The flesh is too dry, but dude, they were bloody and gory and nasty in the originals. And, it's too overproduced, I thought. Now, this Pinhead looked cool. I like Pinhead. The Chatterer stole the show. I love Chatterer. It reminded me of Eddie from Iron Maiden. We, fu- on the we finally got to see the char- the Chatterer bite. I fucking love it. Right. And I love the, the bolt-on thing around the, the breastbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a shame that Chatterer dies. No excuse, guys. This is streaming, so you should have seen it by now. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good movie, dude, but it's safe. I I wanted them. I almost wish they would have done a little bit something to piss off some people. Something out there. The lament configuration, money, probably the best we've ever seen from the lament configuration. I love the adage of the little blade where it, it gets once it gets your blood, you're the next mm-hmm. victim. Loved that. But dude, it's and the acting was great in it. I love that it didn't look like a bright movie. It had that semi foreign look the way mm-hmm. Clive did in the original. Half the people speaks. British and half of oh, half of them speaking American. It's pseudo weird. The fan, it's the director's yeah. clearly a fan, but dude, there's something not right, and I can't exactly put my finger on it. But I gave it like a three and a half or just right in the middle, with a little bit of an edge because the end shot of that motherfucker in the sky was badass. That was great. I almost well, wish we would have gone. I was more. I was going to say, Christian. I I hear what you're saying. But I feel like a lot of these things you're you're mentioning can be fixed with what it seems like they're setting up. It seems like they're setting up a hellbound. Like it really does seem like they're setting up a fucking trippy ass movie if they make a sequel, which all for it, all for it. Because hellbound is both of our favorite. But so like I, I see what you mean, but I will say this. Do you think that that was a conscious decision by David Bruckner and the writers because they want to reintroduce this property to new people and get people interested? And if they went full hellbound in their first new movie, 
hardcore fans, we would have been like, oh, fuck yeah. But a lot of your casual movie going audience would be like, what the fuck is this? It had to almost seem like it was a little more lived in and a little more like palatable to everyone. And then it seems like at the end, they're setting up like, but don't worry, Hellraiser fans. We're about to go way off the fucking rails, which like potentially, uh, yeah, Potent- I'm cool. Yeah, potentially, potentially, and it, it it's a good it's a good launch pad. But I can almost guarantee you the next one that they do because I'm sure that this movie has already gotten millions of views on it's on Hulu. The next movie is going to be a lot more polarizing, and I hope so. I pray to God so because most people. Dude, I real I'll be honest with you. I was expecting this move. I had this ass fucking backwards. I said to my wife driving to the theater yesterday, "Don't worry, Sydney. If this movie sucks, I'm sure Hellraiser's going to kick fucking ass." Here I am a day later, I enjoyed Terrifier 2 more than Hellraiser, and no fucking way did I think that was going to happen. I thought, ter- I mean, we'll get into it. Terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not going to. Awesome. I'm not going to tip my hat yet. Uh, like, I'm not going to tip my hand yet to, to Terrify or two. But I will say that, um, yeah, dude, I just, I, I, I got to say, I, one of my favorite parts that literally made me grin from ear to ear. And I watched this by myself. So, you know, I was able to emote and not feel like a fucking nerd, like people were judging me. And uh, I loved when the big ass chain from Leviathan came down, got that was him great. right in the chest. And as he's going up pinhead, the way Jamie Clayton delivered that classic line was fucking perfect. I loved it. I loved it because he says no. And pinhead's like, yes, we have such sights to show you. And like smiling, right. I was like, Oh dude, fuck. Yeah. Like love that delivery. Didn't feel forced. Didn't feel out of place. It, it worked perfectly narratively. Um, also, too, man, Pinhead especially clearly had the most intricate design. Uh, you know, lead Cenobite makes sense. Almost like extraterrestrial. Like, it was really interesting when you saw the back of Pinhead and everything. Like, I was really paying attention to the design. And I was like, I'm shocked that this is practical effects. Because, like, this is, like, really fucking intricate. Like, it really, really is. Um and I thought Jamie Clayton did awesome. I mean, even though I wanted more, I feel like that's a common That's a theme. good thing. That's a good yeah, thing. That means you like what you saw. Yeah. The only Hellraiser movie that I feel like you get a lot of Pinhead is Hell on Earth. I feel like that's the only one where you could say Pinhead is like definitely a major player in it. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, even the moments when Jamie's not delivering any lines, just the fucking smile. Like the presentation whether, was great. Yeah. It just uh, standing outside the house waiting, just standing there smiling. I loved the black eyes and shit. It was, it was really fucking good, man. It was really, really good. The only, like I said, I had one complaint and it was that I wanted more of the hell priest, but I mean, dude, like, like you said, it's a great way to restart this thing. I mean, it's a good, you, it's a good you couldn't have that. You couldn't have asked for anything better, I think, to reinvigorate this very dead series. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, dude, we have seen. I just wish they would have. I don't know, dude. I wish it was cruder. 
Ike, the designs are really cool. I bet you the storyboards and all the stuff were so cool. And it's funny you tell me that that was practical effects, dude. It looks too shiny. I didn't. I just think that it looked. Some of them were so intricate looking and shiny, like the one with the, the McDonald's arches. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna call. I call her. I think that was a look. It looked like a woman. She looked like a perfectly cut up apple. You know, apple pie when you lay the crust and it's crossed and like. Oh when, yeah, dude. That's what she looked like. It's too. I think, and I, it's like, dude, I love the SM outfits, and I'm not saying we had to redo that. Quite frankly, Pinhead probably had the coolest look. I love, like, that skirt thing. It was different, yep. but cool. Mm-hmm. But, dude, some of them were just way too over-designed. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to steal something that uh, Gary Tunnicliffe said, not about Hellraiser, but, like, he said, sometimes makeup effects artists, I think they overdo stuff, and they overproduce it. And I, I think that kind of happened a little bit here for some of them. Chatterer, I thought, was the coolest. He had that, he was just like flesh and like that bolt around the breastbone, which was awesome. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Some of them scale it back a little bit. Jesus Christ. Let, I mean, Pinhead can be intricate, but some of them were just way too much shit going on. You know, one of those standout ones to me, and it wasn't until a certain moment in the movie that it stood out to me, was the one that had like, it looked like skin completely over the head and you couldn't see a face and it was wheezing and, and kind of Silent like Hill vibes. all weird. Yeah. And then when it got caught in the door and the skin ripped back and you saw this fucking face with just like a hole, it looked like fucking Dr. Satan's henchman and house of thousand right. corpses. When he takes off his mask, dude, that shit was gnarly. I was like, that's that, pretty yeah. fucking good. And that was one risk that they did take that. I loved the motherfucker ran. I've never seen a Cenobite run, except for that weird worm thing that goes down yeah. the track and the first mm-hmm. one. But that's not as I don't know if you call that a Cenobite, but it ran. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, yeah. OK, thank you. I you don't know. know. It's good, when, dude. It's good. no, it, it is. And, and I, I, I gave it a little bit higher than Christian. But what you guys are hearing from both of us is that, yeah, it's good. Like, it's it's a damn good movie, like especially considering what you've got with this franchise. It's like it's like recently it's, it's tough. Like, it's top five, I think. I, I'd put oh, it in my oh, top yeah. five, which yeah. isn't really saying much. I think I honestly, dude, I gotta be honest with you, Nick. And I I, I I'm saying this here. I I I'll purposely not say this if we bring Gary on because I don't want him to me to seem like I'm kissing his ass. Depending on a revisit on both, dude, there's still potential that I like judgment more than this one. Judgment was fucking badass. I'd have to revisit them, but I think Judgment is fucking crude and nasty, and it I is. love that style. It is, but I will just say I think there's an this movie has an advantage to me because it the world building because they had the money to do it is there. Uh, judgment was very self contained, which Gary talked about being like one of his complaints with Judgment is that he couldn't do more. And dude, I don't know about you. But when Leviathan was coming down out of the sky and shit, those effects were awesome. I mean, I loved that whole sequence. That shit was so cool. And it's like they give you just a taste of that shit, that Hellbound uh, era of Hellraiser to where you're like, I I want more. Like, I want Mm -hmm. to see more in the labyrinth. I want to go back there. And, uh, you know, really hoping that happens. Um yeah, dude. I mean, it's uh, I, I will say one thing. I saw a lot of people saying they were having a hard time liking the lead Riley because she's like a recovering addict and this and that. I I mean, 
I didn't have zero a complaints with her. the cast. Yeah, zero I, complaints I, with the cast. And I thought she was fucking really good too. Like she was very believable in her acting. Really good. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, overall, dude, yeah, it's a, it's a very good movie. It is. It is. I just, uh, man, I. It's that old adage, or not really an old adage, it's, but it's just that old thing, man. Every Hellraiser, we know the potential of where we could go, and we still haven't gone there. We still haven't gone there, and I think that's that's the that's could be the root of this movie, because it seems a lot of people are pretty middle of the road with it, and they're like, a lot, it just seems like you know this was this was good, but it's just like. Let's just fucking go there already. Like, let's cut the bullshit. Make this next one be the ne- the biggest Hellraiser ever, and not hold a goddamn thing back, nothing back. I, I will say, I am not surprised. I guess. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm a little surprised. This is the highest rated Hellraiser movie on IMDb or on on, um, on Rotten Tomatoes since the original. Um, that's that's fucking crazy. How is Hellbound not the highest rated Hellraiser? Hellba- Hellbound is like middle of the road on on Rotten Tomatoes. It has like a that's ridiculous something. I think well, fucking ridiculous. It's not though because Christian, it is a very weird movie. So if you told me it's got about a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, that would mean that one out of every two people vibe with that. I could believe that. I could absolutely, especially critics. Like if you're telling me. Only one out of every two critics walked away liking Hellbound. Yeah, I buy it. A lot of them are fucking stuck up prudish douchebags. So like, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, dude. I'm, it, it's it, it was it was really really good. I mean, I, I was I was very happy with it, and uh, I hope to see more. I know David Bruckner did an interview today with Bloody Disgusting. They dropped this huge interview with him and Clive Barker, and uh, Clive Barker loves it. Uh, and he was very involved in all of the process of the new movie. And uh, he wants to see more. And David Bruckner wants to do more. And Jamie Clayton wants to do more. So uh, I don't know how everything works with the financials, with Hulu exclusive stuff. But I really hope that there's enough of a demand there. Dude, and I, I'm just going to say this. I literally want it. I usually I'm always against this kind of stuff. Please put Doug Bradley in this next one and make him a part of it. Why can't there be more than one Hell Priest? Like, why can't they? Like, if we go into the Leviathan, why can't he just be there? Why can't he be like a higher ranking Hell Priest or something? Put him in well, the goddamn you know, movie. No, you know he was asked to be in it, right? And uh, he couldn't do it because of COVID. He didn't want to travel uh, during. Perfect. All of that means that, that shit that was going on. They didn't. They did not elaborate though on what they wanted him to do in the movie. They just said they had he had been asked, and this was peak COVID shit. So he was like, "I don't want to travel. I don't want to do that." So, uh, do not be surprised if they make another one that Doug Bradley works his way in there. I I would definitely say that. Yeah, and uh, I believe Clive said something in the interview. Uh, I could be wrong, but I believe he said something in the interview if he'd love to see them both share the screen. Uh, oh in a, yeah! In a, in a future installment, I think that would be really. Cool. He could be like the highest ranking priest. I mean, who the fuck knows, dude? Like, yeah, there, there's a lot yeah. of possibilities. Were you a little bit bummed out? You didn't see Butterball. <laughs> did I love Butterball? I know you do. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I respected that they honored the old and brought in some new. 
I, I give yeah. them credit for that. Yeah, because, they did the right thing. They yeah, right because, thing. you know, I, I tread new ground at the same time. Absolutely. But you got to keep the Chatterer. And they fucking knew that. The Chatterer, the Chatterer after Pinhead's the most iconic. If you don't have the Chatterer, is it really hellraiser so <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean that's that's our thoughts on hellraiser guys check it out on hulu if you haven't already um yeah if we spoiled some of it for you well christian warned you and you got no excuse uh, i worked all day and i was still able to watch it and do a podcast mm-hmm. so what's your excuse but christian last night you and i about an hour apart went and saw this little indie movie that came out in theaters called terrifier 2 why don't you take the floor first? This movie is going to have the cult falling that Trick or Treat has, without question. I think as this every as despite the fact that they they'll make another one, no way in hell they're going to top it, because after this point, they reach the ledge on this one. Um, I, I'd almost rather them not make another one, and just stop right here. But they're, they're not going to do that. Obviously, this movie already like quadrupled its budget. I think I think yep. it's gonna it could it could make a million dollars. Yeah, no, it, it is, will. It made four hundred thousand on Thursday. I know. On I know. Thursday, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna make. It's probably gonna. I would say it's probably gonna make like two to three million this weekend altogether. Yeah. But to sum my thoughts up, so first of all, Fathom Events, you guys have got to chill out with all these uh, credits uh, before the movie. Absolutely ridiculous. And secondly. Yes. Uh, Whoever, if bloody disgusting, if you guys produced um, another movie where there was a trailer right before Terrifier 2, where you literally only showed images of reviews for the movie and not show a single clip from the movie, you look, guys, I, I hate to call you guys out because I'm a fan of you guys. You, you can't do that. That is the worst look possible. Do not show a trailer for a movie where you so zilch except reviews from people and podcasts and websites, guys, come on, do not absolutely ridiculous. That is a horrible look. And people in the theater were all saying, this is ridiculous. Christian, Nobody my, knows theater, that movie about. my theater and I thought, and I thought that terrifier two was starting and that those were like reviews of terrifier two, like dead. At, Cause the lights went right. down and everything. The lights we were went, like, exactly. Is this how they're starting the movie? They're going to show a bunch of reviews about it or whatever. And then they started talking about, I started hearing the voices like saying weird shit that didn't make any sense right. about Terrifier. And I was like, this is a fucking trailer. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. God, don't, I don't know if that was bloody discussion. Whoever that was guys, that's a horrible look. Don't do that for God's sakes. But anyway, dreaded sitting there for two and a half hours, still a little too long, but I am I am blown the fuck away impressed that they managed to make this movie as fun as it was. Uh, first of all, the movie looked gorgeous on the screen. Dude, it looked like we were watching native 4K with like a film grain fil- filter over it. Mm-hmm. Truly a love letter to 80s film style filmmaking and uh, practical effects. And-, and the score, the fucking score. Oh, my God. Great score. David Howard Thornton clearly has identified the personality of this character. Got it down pat. Uh, absolutely hysterical. My audience. Dude, it was like Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, dude, I, I have really underestimated the power of the horror fan. I go to my theater, one empty seat. One. 
in Louisiana. Okay. And uh, people, everybody had horror t-shirts on. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I remember when I walked in, the first thing I see was a guy in a terrifier shirt. He was wearing a terrifier shirt and uh, people were laughing, having fun, uh, joking around when, 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 when art was making oh, the scene in the scene where art is at the costume shop. I knew you were going to say it with the fucking horn. We, oh, and he makes dude. that face. People were when, dying when he went up to her ear and she's like freaking out. She's like, please don't. And he just, eh, eh, eh. dude, my theater laughed their asses off. That was funny as shit. Yeah, dude. It, it, I mean, the gore was so over the top. It was hysterical, but it was, it was fun. Gross out fun gross out it wasn't like you know it it, it it was so good i gotta give it up to everybody involved all the acting was literally perfect for this kind of movie nobody's trying too hard everybody's having fun but they're clearly giving it their best effort everybody did a great job the lead girl was fantastic the mom was far and away my favorite part of the movie She's this pissed off single mother who was just fucking aggravated the whole movie. Um, the only thing that I, I would have gotten rid of, and this is a minor thing, but like, I love the fact that the movie was called Terrifier with zero inkling of relevance with the character and the name. It's just, we're calling this Terrifier, and I loved it. But then they had to make it a ride in the movie, and I'm like, damn it, man. I just love the fact that it was called Terrifier for no reason. I loved that, but then they had to make a tie-in and make this fucking ride in the movie. Silly minor gripe, but I just thought that was awesome. Dude, I the only complaint I have, I, I would have loved to have given this a perfect score. I really would have, but two and a half hours is just a long time. So I, I gave it four stars, but I could clearly see people giving this a perfect score because I don't think you're ready for this, Nick. Even though I'm not giving this five stars, I think this is my favorite movie of the year. I really dude, do. Dude. I think dude. this is my favorite movie of the year. Dude. I was literally going to start my portion of it by saying this jumped X as my favorite movie of this year. Um, and Can you believe that? No. I hadn't even seen the first one a week ago. Okay. Because. And that one's just okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like I, my review of the first one earlier this week, I gave it three stars and I just said, it's good for That's what fair, it is. Yeah. It's good for what it is, but there ain't great acting in this. There is no plot and it ends very abruptly. You know, everything else in between was good, but that, that was really it. And then I am just absolutely shocked that, Leone had a bigger budget, but it was only $250,000, you know, compared to the 35,000 the first time, but it's a bigger budget, but it's not a big budget movie. And he somehow just completely flips the script, keeps everything good about the first one. Art's great. The set design's fucking awesome. The sound design is awesome. Like the gore, the practical effects are fucking awesome, but he puts a little bit of a plot in there and gets competent acting across the board. And like that made all the difference. Like, cause there was, you know, people say all the time that like, you, they'll put it in marketing materials that like, oh, this movie will make, this was making people walk out of the theater. It was so gross. Like no one walked out of my theater. And because I feel like when you're going to see this movie, you know what you're getting. Like this is supposed to be over the top gross out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I explained to my buddy Kyle over text after I left the movie 
the death scene that takes place in the bedroom, the insanely gratuitous over the top scene in the movie. How is she still alive? Death scene. I explained it all, all of her injuries that she gets. <laughs> and my buddy Kyle said, Jesus fucking Christ, I'll stick with Scooby Doo. That's what he said. Because I'm, and I'm like, yeah, dude. And that was one death, one death in the movie. I mean, dude, it was, it was awesome. And another thing, too, perfect fucking Halloween viewing, great Halloween atmosphere. I mean, it had a great fall atmosphere. I mean, it, it really, really did. I just, Dude, I can't. And uh, Lauren Lavera, holy shit. Okay. She was awesome. She's like, what? She's definitely one of my celebrity crushes now. Let's just say that. Uh, Dude, she was, she oh was my. a bad girl. I mean, she, she, she was awesome. Legendary side boob, as I told Christian. <laughs> Legendary I wasn't expecting that. No. Oh my God, dude. I'm in the theater and I'm like, what the fuck is she going to turn around? And she didn't turn around. And I'm like, Damien Leone, you sick bastard. You did this on. That might've been all he could get from her. <laughs> yeah, He dangled a carrot, but look, yeah, guys, this, this is my favorite movie of the year, like bar none. And, 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 and everybody I've it. heard, I know. And everybody I've heard review this movie. If there's one downside, people say it just needed to be a little bit shorter. And I hear you. And I, I would have been fine with it. But the one thing I say to that is, yeah, it is long, but in that third act, when it is very long, there's still so much shit going on that you're never bored. You're never, it's, it's, it's a problem when a movie's over long, when you're just bored and there's meandering and there's nothing going on. But I felt like in the third act, it was lengthy, but like every fucking turn, something's happening again. And it's like, yeah it almost justifies its length. And some people be like, well, no, you can never justify that length for a slasher. I think you can. We just never see it because terrifier has so much gore to, yeah. to show. And it's, I don't know. I, I, I loved it. The, the problem with the length, you're right. Boring cannot be attributed to this film in any facet. The problem with the length though. Now is it robs me of being able to watch this whenever I want to. I now have to plan to watch terrifier too. And that's True. a bummer. I True. can't just on a you, you can go on a whim and say, uh, what am I going to do before work this evening? Uh, let me watch the fog. I can't do that with Terrifier too. So now I have to plan it, and that's the problem. I but think. But doesn't that make it cool too? At the same time, though, because it's an event viewing. Like it, it, it does make it cool. It does. I, I hear you. It's just, um, but, but I hear you. That's a fair comparison. But Christian, I'm just staking my claim here for you to give this movie four and a half. Meet me in the middle and give it four and a half. Because if length, even you admit it's fun length, if length, but not boring length, is the one downside, I don't think that's worth a full star. I don't think it's worth a full star. I'm Well, I, I, here's the only other thing I thought about because I wrestled with that. And I was talking to my wife about this, and she might have gotten my head a little bit, but she agreed with me. I said, Sydney, I guess I can go into this. Screw it. Um, fast forward a few sec few minutes if you don't want to hear this. The only reason I really decided to go four stars instead of four and a half is when I was talking to Sydney about it, which Sydney loved it, by the way. I said, Don't you think as as vicious and maniacal as art was by the end of the movie where he's literally just nibbling on the kid's foot, that seemed a little out of character for him. He would have just killed that son of a bitch. He would have had fun, but he would have he would have really killed him. He ate and, the girl's face in the first one, and she wasn't dead yet. And he knew she wasn't dead, and he was just sitting there eating her face. I know, but I just feel like that's the only part of the movie that 
was a little like, well, we have to work this out because he's the kid. The kid's not going to die. They're not going to kill the little punk people kid. You know that kid from Little Punk People? That's who yeah. that was. But like, I'll tell you what, they brutalized the fuck out of him. They did they, not. They did not. They did. I just, I just, I just, in my mind, I was just like, damn, like either have the girl get to him faster or have the, have art really about to kill the kid. Maybe a pair of scissors across his neck and he's about to just slice his head off, but they didn't. And the whole time for, or for a while, he's just whacking him with a stick or whatever. There's some kind of like spiked whip in the yeah. back and then nibbling on the his cat, ankle. And, uh, uh, that's the cat nine tails. He used that's it in the, the first movie old, too. Yeah. That's just the only thing I was just like, I would have rewritten that just a little bit to make the kid be in more immense danger quicker and he'd be stopped beforehand. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. After Christian watches this one or two more times, he's going to change it to a four and a half. I fucking know he will because he's sitting here struggling to go. Oh, yeah, I I did have an internal debate about that. I feel like he's going to watch it one more time and be like, dude, that movie's just fucking, I got to give this four and a half. It's fucking crazy. Well, dude, it's it's still my, it's, this is a perfect example of, you know, it's not always, it's not always, uh, it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but in, 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 in other ways, it kind of is. Like, it was so fun. Of every movie I've seen this year so far, Barbarian X, Pearl, Prey, Orphan First Kill, Hellraiser, um, name off whatever else. This is the one I want to rewatch again, despite the fact that it is long and I want to plan to revisit it. This is the one. So like, I'm st- it's still possibly my favorite film this year. I mean, I still have Halloween ends and it could happen. Maybe not. It's definitely not going to be as gory, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But dude, it's. Yeah, but it'll be a lot more Corey. Might not be as gory. It's gonna be Corey. Did you That's see that? Sure. Did you see the Halloween Ends preview, dude? They showed yeah. like all kinds of yeah. shit. And I kind of wish I didn't see it. Uh, it's f- it's funny, Christian. I was I was gonna say that, and we'll segue to Halloween Ends in a second. So I'll, I'll hold that till we segue there. But, um, dude, yeah, I, I I gotta say that I think that the fact that this movie was made and put into theaters blows my mind. I was talking to Brad Miska about it last night and I, and I was texting Christian after I talked to Brad because I was like, Brad, this is, this is insane. I like, how, I like, how did you guys do this? He's like, dude, I asked myself the same question. How were 800 theaters across the nation? Like, yeah, we'll show that to the masses. Cause it's so depraved. I mean, it's just, it is truly heinous. Like it, there's, but it's in a fun way, like Christian said. Like, and guys, Christian warned you we are in a spoiler segment right now, so skip ahead a few minutes or whatever. But, and I'll have Christian in post put a spoiler warning tag and then spoiler free when we're done, so you guys know where to mark it. But, um, dude, it's just like that, like the scene of the fucking dream when he's handing out the candy and everything, and everyone's singing and having fun. He pulls out a Tommy gun and fucking shoots the shit out of everyone. Oh, it's, that was hysterical. It's so heinous, but <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're just laughing, bro. It's like, it was, I can't, it's, it's one of the most demented oh. films I've ever seen. Like Dude, that, Damien Leone is a sick bastard. That little girl, I was for sure. I was going to be like, Oh, here we go. The annoying ass little girl. Bro. they were actually awesome the little Dude, girl was actually I, pretty awesome i gotta tell you so uh, i i had already texted christian to let him know that i had two ladies sitting on either side of me because my theater was sold out and they were both cute ladies both had boyfriends but whatever the girls sat next to me they were like oh yeah but anyway 
And, uh, and 15 minutes into the movie, when Art is seeing the little girl in the laundromat and she diarrhea shits all over the floor, I laughed out loud in my theater. And one of the girls turned and looked at me and I was like, just what's like, your problem? I was like, dude, I'm a guy. Okay. Shit. Shit farts, it's always going to be funny. It's all. <laughs> and when he, you're, it's a creepy scene and just diarrhea shoots out. And like, I, I couldn't help. I audibly laughed out loud. Like it was just, dude, this movie is like all levels of depravity. And uh, it was so cool. Cause Lauren Lavera, you know, she retweeted my tweet and, you know, replied with a heart. And uh, then, um, and she uh, shared my Instagram story on her Instagram. And then one of the producers of the movie, he retweeted my tweet. Like I was somebody and was like, holy shit, thank you. And I'm like, well, who the fuck am I? Like, why do you care about my opinion? But I was like, that's awesome. And like he, and then I said, we need a part three. And he said, we got you. And uh, Brad oh, told me, no yeah, Brad, Brad told me last night, he said, we already know, like based off of what we've been hearing across the nation with theaters, that this is going to do very well. And I told him, I said, well, my theater was sold out. And uh, so was my buddy Christian's. He was like, where are you guys located? Because I guess he wanted to get a gauge. Where are you guys like L.A., New York? That would make sense. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm in rural Ohio and he's in rural Louisiana. So (laughs) you're doing something right. Yeah. People, Terrifier really built up a fan base on Netflix, man. It was on there for years. And I think so many people, when they were just scouring Netflix for horror movies, because their horror movie selection sucks clicked on terrifier and we're like this is low budget but this is really fucking cool and i just it it built up a life of its own and and i i fully expect the third movie to get like not a limited release i expect the third movie to probably get a full run so yeah i just i really hope that they don't drown it i don't drown i hope they don't i don't want them to drown in their success the limitations is certainly a part of what makes this so good because they're everybody is truly giving it help. You got to imagine there was free help on this movie and people involved mm-hmm. that just loved what they were doing. And the second we get away from that, I think is where the problems are going to start. So keep this indie, keep this uh, fucking fan supported, whatever. I don't know if they did it. Did they do, did they do uh what's it called? Uh, uh, like uh, Indiegogo, yeah. So uh, GoFundMe type thing. That's that's what Kickstarter, that's, right? Yeah, Kickstarter. That's what uh, was the budget of this movie. It was keep it that way. I think keep he had that a, way. He had a goal of like fifty thousand or something, and in like two days, he raised two hundred and fifty thousand. And he was like, "Holy shit!" So, keep it that way. Yeah, I'm. I'm serious. I'm serious. Keep it that way because the love it put into this. And dude, how the fuck did they have so many sets? In this I know, movie, there was like fucking like dude. That haunted house was awesome. How did I mean, they afford that? I know, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, what the I think, fuck is going on? I think that the budget for the movie on paper was probably two hundred fifty thousand, but I would venture to say Damien had investors and probably had raised even more than that. And then that movie, that money can go along a long way into going. I'm sure that was an active, probably a real haunted house somewhere, and was like. Can we use this? We'll if pay not, you they this. fooled us. Yeah, because I mean, the fucking pit in the haunted house that the girl falls oh into. Oh my god, dude! I I can't wait for this to come out on Blu-ray and watch the special features. I cannot yeah. wait, dude. I this think, is this is oh. one thing though. I talked about like again, how good was the image on screen? Like, dude, it looked like you were watching a native oh, yeah. 4K. Yeah, this is my fear though, dude. 
let a boutique label put this out on physical media. Give it, Damien, please hear this. Give this to Vinegar Syndrome. Give this to uh, Synapse. Give it to somebody. Let them do the work to make this come out on 4K. Because I was telling people in my review, go to the theater to see this because I am terrified, no pun intended, that Mm -hmm. the Blu-ray or DVD or stream on Screenbox is going to absolutely flatten the shit out of the image on this movie. And it's not going to look nowhere near as good. So please to God, if you can see this in the theater, go see it. Yeah. So I just hope we get a, I, I'm serious, dude. I want a 4K of this movie because it had no business looking as gorgeous as it did. It, it was it, so gorgeous. It was. It was. And I just, I, I feel like too, even in the first movie, dude, with how hindered they were with the budget, Damien Leone just has a visual eye. He really, really does. This guy, I really hope these movies start to get him some gigs, man. Because like, Oh, he's I, making noise right now, dude. I, this little yeah. fucking movie is just disrupting the box office. I dig his style. Like, I just dig his 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 aesthetic, the eye he has for camera work. Like, I just, it's a really, really, really pleasant watch. Um, really is. And and I thought that I loved the synthy kind of like Stranger Things esque at times score. I fucking loved that. But like the Terrifier theme. Is just fucking badass, dude. It's very punchy. It's very yeah. I, I, I can't say it enough, guys. I said it. I didn't do a full on review. I did a one minute short on YouTube, which got like a fucking thousand views already, which is crazy. I mean, but everybody's talking about this now. So, like, I said the same thing. Go see this in the theater. Like, you, do yourself a favor if it's playing near you. Rudy, Rudy listens to us. He was texting me about it last night. He said, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. It's two and a half hours, blah, blah, blah. I said, go fucking see it. He's in the theater as we speak recording this, watching the movie because oh, yeah. I told him to do it. So, like, if you guys are on the fence, go see this fucking movie. Like, you've never seen anything like this. Like, you've never seen anything like this. It's a shocker. I'm just. It's, I'm, a, ter- it's a terrifier. It it's is. a terrifier. I mean, it's just it is corny as fuck, but. Yeah, so Terrifier 2, guys, uh, as of right now, probably going to end up being me and Christian's favorite horror movie of the year. But it's fucking nuts. Oh, we gotta- did you see Did you see the poster for a movie coming up this Christmas called Violent Night? Yeah, with David is that Harbour. Tyler, is that Tyler Maine? No, David Harbour from Stranger okay, Things. Okay, yeah. because you can see how I thought that was Tyler oh, yeah. Maine a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm going to check out Violent Night. Yeah, yeah. Did you I can't also believe hear- nobody's used that name before because it seems so obvious. I know. But I, I was just like, Violent Night. I like that. That sounds yeah. great. Did you hear about the uh, Grinch horror movie that's coming out this December called The Mean One? No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, they released a still image from it today. It's called The Mean One. It's a Grinch horror movie. Uh, December eighteenth, I think. Sign me up. And I gotta I'm see uh, that Winnie the Pooh blood. Oh my god, <laughs> blood night. I I w- I'm gonna say it, dude. I haven't seen a, a a year like this for horror in a long time. I mean, we're never gonna forget this year. I no. mean, dude, literally, we have had so many. This has been an awesome year for. Hey, that was a good movie kind of years between mm-hmm. Prey, Orphan, uh, Barbarian, X, Pearl, uh, Men. Uh, it's been it's been a good year and then terrifier too. this little movie i mean it, it it's pretty awesome this little so, movie that could man but i mean we're talking about a horror of this year we got a big one next week uh 
I think Christian and I, which I don't know what Christian's work schedule is like next week, but we'll try to plan this to where the next episode we will have seen Halloween ends. We'll try to. If not, it'll be the following week, whatever. But yeah. we are we're a week out. Uh <laughs> I got to tell you, man, watching the trailer for ends on the big screen it was uh, fucking awesome. It was awesome. And I got to say, I, I, I don't care how this makes me sound. I got uh, anxious while watching it. And that's how I like that's my reaff- reaffirming in my mind like that. This is my like franchise because I get giddy. And I like can't help it, giddy with anticipation. And that, as it, when it came up, and as I'm watching it, and I love that like orchestral kind of stringed rendition of the theme. It's very epic sounding. I love it for the uh, trailer. And uh, yeah, dude, it just it got me going, and I was just like, I'm I'm ready. Like yeah. I'm I'm ready. I'm well, fucking it, ready. It looks different from the first two, and I mean, even I guess you could say kills look different from 2018, but not enough this one looks different but i can't put my finger on it and michael in that fucking cave i just can't wait to see that shit yeah i have i have a guess and i'm just gonna see if i'm right i i'd have to guess that i would have to guess that Corey is is going to jamie's house saying you know michael's coming back right before he goes to the cave but i would say it's after and because that's, how that, he, cause that's how he knows Michael's coming back. Well, that means that Michael doesn't kill him right there. And I'm having a hard time understanding why Michael's going to choke him but not kill him. So I guess we'll see. I can, I can tell you things off air. But, yeah, no, I, I, I hear exactly where you're coming from for sure. But um, I don't know, man. I got to say, to what you say about the way it looks and, like, the way it feels, I've seen a lot of people say this. Uh, it feels very reminiscent of the 78 movie stylistically. I really think that they made a concerted effort to try to mimic Dean Cundy in certain ways. Yeah. Um, well, they need to, for God's sakes. Yeah. But I, I, I really dig it too. And I, and I got to say too, we've talked about this on the podcast many times, guys, about how the test screenings and, you know, some people that I had talked to that had seen test screenings that weren't a fan. Well, one of those people that had saw a test, had seen a screening a month and a half or so ago that said he actively hated it. Um, he saw it again uh, two nights ago. He saw the final cut of the movie and he put a tweet out there and said, I saw it and um, I actually liked it this time. And people were asking him, was there something different or was it the same? And he, no, he confirmed there was different things. He said there was certain tonal things that were different just by cutting a few seconds out of certain scenes by said there was a little bit trimmed down and it was, it came across a lot more with a more serious tone. Than the first time. So clearly over these last few months, David Gordon Green and co have been tweaking this movie up to release probably because they want it. I mean, they want this to be good. I know they do. So they're like, they've really been working behind the scenes to find the best cut of this movie and it's picture locked now. And, uh, it fucking better be. Yeah. And it, it won over somebody that wasn't a fan of it the first time he saw it. So just saying, I, I, I am optimistic at this point. And regardless, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go get to watch a fucking almost two hour Halloween movie. Michael Myers on the big screen again. That's, that's all that matters to me. I mean, it's just, it's a fun experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very excited. The the weird thing is it's going to suck watching this. I'm actually, I know you're not going to be happy about this or maybe you don't, you don't give a shit. 
I've got a peacock it before going to the theater to see it. I have no, I just no, have I'm, to. I'm not happy about that at all. I um I work Thursday and Friday. So unless I tell you what, if Halloween Kills comes out on midnight the fourteenth on Peacock, then I'm off Wednesday night, then I can see it. I'm ta- I always take my mom to see the movie at the theater. So I'm gonna take her to see it, but I'm gonna take her that weekend, but I, I I'm not gonna wait till then. I'm certainly gonna watch it. Does it come out on on the on the dot on the fourteenth? Uh, it'll be out technically Thursday night, Friday morning at midnight on Peacock, midnight Pacific Standard Time though. So oh. three a.m. my time, two a.m. your time. Oh, Thursday night leading into Friday. Yeah, that's when it'll be out. Because okay, it's be it, yeah, it still gives the uh, the advanced screening crew the. 7 p.m. Thursday people and the 10 p.m. Thursday people to head start, you know, yeah. to, to see it first, um, which is where my tickets are. I'll be seeing it Thursday night in IMAX. Um, very, very much looking forward to it very much. Um, but yeah, dude, um, I mean, we've we've beaten Halloween to death and we're going to talk about it a lot next week. So why don't we go on to something else that I, I, I want to pick your brain about? I want to pick your brain about this a little bit. Um Wednesday, I decided after work I had nothing to do, and I decided to catch a matinee of a movie. And I call a mat. I caught a matinee of Barbarian. Uh, and gotta tell you guys something. When I saw Christian give this thing five stars and put it above Pearl mm-hmm. on Twitter, wasn't a fan of that. Wasn't a fan of that tweet. I said, "There's no way this is better than Pearl. There's no <laughs> way this is better than Pearl." And I went and saw it, and uh, I still believe that. I I don't think it's better than Pearl. Um, but it's definitely more fun than Pearl. Uh, this movie's fucking wild, dude. So uh, I don't know. Give me your thoughts on Barbarian. Uh, you just nailed it. This is exactly what I love about horror. Uh, everything about it. Funny jokes, great acting, great characters. Uh, Bill Skarsgård is doing something else besides Pennywise because I haven't seen him do much. He was absolutely fantastic. Um, I had a blast with it absolute blast with it fucking loved it everything about it everything about it justin long's character was everything i love about fun schlocky horror he was perfect perfect no complaints or did or is it just me or did you honestly because i as i'm sitting in the theater watching it and he's giving that diatribe about how you know he's not a bad person he's just made mistakes and you know you're starting to think like this piece of shit's essentially admitting to the accusation against him, but he seems to like in a roundabout way, but he seems to be coming to terms with that and like really having this nice arc. That's, that's awesome. And then he throws the bitch off the water tower. I Loved mean, Loved dude, it. and then has the balls to go down there and be like, Oh, Hey, you're okay. Sorry. You, you slipped. I, I, you know, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, no, it, for I the saw, record, I for the record, I like it better than Pearl and X. No, no, can't. No, I no. do. No, I'm not asking you. <laughs> Dude, this is no. that 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 movie is my personality and horror. Everything about it. Yeah, this is it. this year's Malignant. That's what everybody was it. saying. It's, it's oh, it's better than Malignant. Well, I, in the sense of you think you know kind of a little bit of what you're getting, and then halfway through the movie, it's just like it turns oh. into a horror fans movie. Yeah, it's just like. No, this is not mainstream at all. Like I've and Rich, I want a movie about Richard Brake in that film. 
Oh man, he was, yeah. First of all, I loved seeing him. I think he's a great actor. But here's my one complaint I have with Barbarian. And I went back and forth with Alexis over this because she loved this movie too. And so, you know, I was, I was let down in one way. It seemed like they were building up to something bigger than the mama. Like, and they mention it too. The homeless guy says, she's not even the worst thing down there. And you're getting these sounds down in these tunnels and, and, and you're kind of like, they're, they're laying, they're like laying the groundwork for a bigger reveal. And I was like, dude, what gigantic incest creature are we going to see next? Like I am all for this. And it ends up just being Richard Brake and literally being a bigger monster than her in the sense of all the shit he did prior, you know, in his earlier years. And it's like, so literally, yes, but I feel like for the tone of this movie, laying the groundwork for a bigger reveal, it should have been a bombastic big reveal. Like it should have been a fucking twice the size motherfucker than her. Like, because it was so literal in the sense of like, no, a bigger monster. Okay. It's literally just a bigger piece of shit than she is. But like, that's why I, I wanted it. a, I wanted a literal bigger monster because that's what the tone of this right. movie was. The, the tone of this movie was like, Oh, when you think it can't get crazier, it's going to get even fucking crazier. So I was expecting it and we didn't get it. I was like, damn, like, also I felt it kind of weird spoilers guys. This has been out for weeks now. So if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it, you know, that whatever, but, did you find it weird? Like, how did you take it? The mama letting her kill her. Do you think it was the, because the mama was like, Oh, you're clearly fucked beyond repair. Like you can't walk. Like I can't take you home. I don't want to be alive. If I can't have my baby basically. So she was like, just fucking kill me. Is that how you took it? Yeah. Kind of like Brundle fly at the end of the, the fly. It's just like, I'm, I'm done. Just please put me out of my misery. Yeah. So I loved it because I don't know if you've seen this film. It's a full moon movie called Castle Freak. And this movie was like the 20, oh, yeah. 22 oh, version yeah. of Castle Freak. And no, I'm a it, that's, that's an apt, it. Yeah, that's an apt comparison. It, it is. And it's like, dude, I don't. But, but here's the thing. The movie sets you up to swerve you. And I, I kind of had a feeling that it's gonna, it was going to be Richard Brake under there because the first the first swerve was finding out that Bill Skarsgård was not a bad guy because they set him up I, I, at first. I said, when he goes, oh, I love that documentary. And she's like, there's no way you've seen this jazz documentary. And he did. I was like, he's been stalking her. He he brought her here. And then the second the second that came to be that, no, he, he didn't, then I knew I couldn't trust the movie. And that's when I started putting two and two together in a sense. So I, I never believed he was the bad guy. But I, I sure as fuck did. But I did looks believe, like a fucking crazy know, yes. son of a bitch. And, but I do believe that the movie was trying to get us to believe that. Yes. Like I totally saw them laying the groundwork for that. But I was like, I knew just from everything I had heard. And I went into this movie blind. No spoilers at all. I knew only nothing. way to go into it. Yeah. But I, the only thing I knew was I kept seeing the comparisons on Twitter. Barbarian is this year's malignant. And I knew what that meant. Like halfway through this movie is going to go off the fucking rails. Right. So in the first act of this movie, I'm like, there's no way it's this simple. There's no way he's the bad guy. It's not going to be this simple. Cause if it is this simple, there's no way you can compare this movie to malignant. No way. Cause malignant is fucking insane. And then when the reveal happens, I'm like, that's why they compared it to malignant because they're trying to set you up with a certain story. 
but you know that's not going to be the actual story. And I was bummed to see him die in such a brutal... Holy fuck, man. Like, smashing his face into the fucking rocks, dude. God damn. Yeah, uh, how'd, you, uh, how'd you do with the, uh, the milk scenes? <laughs> Loved it. It's fucking gross. I, <laughs> dude, gross. when I say this is my type of horror movie to a T, literally... I literally, this is everything I love about horror. I love Malignant for the same reason, man. I love weird. I will never complain about weird. I never understand it when people complain about horror movies being weird. That's kind of like inherent with the genre. So, dude, I'm, I'm, I can understand how people would prefer the Ty West films 100%. But for me, everything about Barbarian was cash money. Well, Loved talk about it. a one-two punch because I saw Barbarian on Wednesday and I thought that's the weirdest movie I'm going to see this year. Like, I can't believe all the risks it took. And then 24 hours later, I saw Terrifier 2. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? It, no, this is a great... I mean, I gave Barbarian four stars. I I mean, dude, I have so many four and five star horror movies from this year alone. It's, it's hard to keep track. That's mm-hmm. how good of a year it's been. Like... My God, dude! What? Where do we go from here? Halloween ends. Twenty, yeah, but I mean, twenty twenty three cannot top this year. Can't even come close. It can though, because if if we if we are supporting original IPs with this kind of stuff and supporting the streaming sites, all that's going to do is lead to more. I mean, we can we can top it or continue it. You know, we do have Maxine coming next year, which should be great. There's no um, doubt in my mind that's going to be the best one. No oh, yeah. doubt in my mind. Yeah, 80s. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and then also, too, I would think Terrifier 3 will probably be out next year. I would think they're going to aim for another fall release. And the, those shoots don't take very long for those you know indie-style movies. So I would think that'll probably be out next year, too. All right. Uh, so I want to mention something to you off topic. Yeah. Go ahead. Did uh... – did you get this yet? Nope. Have Amazon, you ordered it? I pre-ordered it on August 1st. Uh, Amazon, ordered, huh? At, no, well, Am, I, that was the day it went up on Amazon. It was August 1st. I pre-ordered it the day it went up. It yeah. says October 11th through October 12th. Now, granted, it might be in my mailbox right now. I didn't check my mailbox when I got home because uh, I came straight in to watch Hellraiser. So it could be in my mailbox right now. I, okay. I don't know. Well, You'll love this. Obviously, these look amazing. Mm. H2O has never looked better. I know you're not. I know you're not a real big fan, but this. I'm not had, a hater though. H2O had the best scan. This is H2O was on the level of Halloween's four and five. This this scan is definitely going to make people a fan of a, a bigger fan of this movie. It's never looked better. Um, definitely a bigger fan of the of the theatrical cut as opposed to the producer's cut. Not storyline wise, but visually, the 4K of the theatrical cut, all that a Michael Lerner stuff was fucking ins- insanely great on 4k the reds and on the blues um and resurrection is, is yeah but the interesting thing was this this is what i wanted to bring up because i forgot to mention this in my reviews of this the special features of resurrection when they were showing clips of the movies while people were talking at the end of the special features for resurrection it said and i, I just thought this was worth mentioning it said Halloween resurrection clips courtesy of Paramount Pictures. Paramount bought these movies. Hmm. 
what, how did we not know about this? Which leads me to believe these are the Miramax films. These are not the Weinstein films, okay? But you know that. The Rob Zombie yeah. Windsor Weinstein, the, for those that don't know, the Weinsteins left Miramax in the early 2000s, and the Weinsteins still made their Halloween films under their Dimension label under the parent company, the Weinstein company, not the Miramax company. Does that mean that Paramount is going to be getting their hands on Halloween after Halloween ends in the future? Because they're uh, clearly trying to get the IP in some form or fashion. I while, while, well, isn't it different? Isn't isn't home it video is, rights? It, it is home video rights, but it's it's it is and it isn't. It just depends, I think, because well, Scream is now they're being released. Because look, I just got the 4K of Scream two, and it's got it's it's Miramax and Paramount, okay? But they're yeah. also making the new movies for Scream. Yes. So yeah. that my, all I'm saying is it could be just home video stuff, but we know that this is the last thing for Blumhouse. Dude, I would not be surprised if potentially Paramount is going to pay for Halloween's future movie rights or whatever rights in the future after Halloween ends. It's possible because clearly Paramount is trying to become the conglomerate of horror right now. They're buying shit left and right. So, dude, Paramount, I'm just saying. No, Which, hey. I pray Paramount somehow gets the Rob Zombie movies because Paramount is the only fucking company putting shit out on physical media like Scream 2. You know they're going to do Scream 3 next year on 4K, yeah. which, dude, Paramount is the kings. of They're putting everything out on physical media. I pray to fucking God that they get the Rob Zombie movies somehow because they'll put them out on 4K. So just something I thought was worth mentioning. <laughs> fucking Paramount owns these goddamn movies now. That's wild. And it's, it almost makes you wonder, too. It, it, there's, if that is the case with Paramount, there's got to be, oh, my God, Christian. Think about it. Christian. Keep this going. Keep this going. You guys are going to witness this moment. I didn't even know. Amazon says it is here. It All is right. here. Let me go outside. Let me get this bad boy. And I'm not going to edit, guys, because I'm lazy as fuck tonight. But I'll just show you this. This is my haul as of late. Dracula 4K. Just reviewed this. Fright Night 4K Steelbook. Absolute masterpiece. The Monsters. It arrived. Here she is. Live on the Unita Horror Podcast. Ugh. This is don't, what don't put your address up on the screen though. This is what uh rushing into my house as soon as I got home so I could fucking watch Hellraiser did. There she is. There it is. Dude, look uh Halloween the producer's cut, by the way, is literally seamless now. Like they don't have that weird and one a couple shots of the producer's cut, some of that film that they were using or whatever they had was clearly damaged. Did you keep this in the outer box or did you take what you do with yours? No, I kept it in the outer box, but when I put it on the shelf, I, I display it outwardly like yeah, this. Like this, so they, so they flow better with the other five. Look, dude, yeah. I paid for the fucking box. I'm using the fucking box. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Holy fuck. Yeah, guys. Um, I need to not dive into this tonight uh 
because I want to do a video, obviously, on this. So, yeah, this is you'll, uh, you'll like it. They look fantastic. The and the only the only thing, dude, is the special features for Resurrection, dude. They just they really they went don't add all a whole out. Lot. They went all out for Resurrection. Yeah, but they just honestly, dude, you'll watch them once, and none of them really are any good. I mean, they don't add much. Even Gary's, and it's, it's not like Gary's. It's, it's like not Gary. Movie. Yeah, it's not Gary's fault. I even when I reviewed it, I even said, "Guys, check out the podcast we did with Gary." I got way juicier stories about Resurrection. I think that they were trying to portray the movie in a positive light, and I, I understand that. But Gary didn't. They Gary clearly didn't talk to them about Jamie Lee telling Bob Weinstein to fuck off to them. We got the way juicier Resurrection stories. So none of yeah. those special features are really any good. Gary did not hold back. Um, and I appreciated the shit out of that by Gary. You know, when he... He's he awesome. Was, he was very... And, and you know, I saw the po- the podcast has seemed to... That episode has seemed to gave, gain a little bit of a second life. You know, it, it premiered and it didn't do as well initially, but we're over 1,500 now. I just looked. So. Oh, really? Yeah, it's got some... It's getting some legs. I feel like it's going to be one of those episodes that takes a little bit to build, but it finds its audience. Um, right now I'm currently burning my, uh, curse of Michael Myers wax melts. Um, Hell yeah. I, I have not, which is by far my favorite scent of the three that I got. Um, I, I haven't even, I haven't burned. I, I really enjoyed the Dale's gas station one. I, those are halfway gone now. Uh, they last pretty long. They, they, they really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, dude, yeah, that that Curse of Michael Myers one. I almost don't want to. I don't think I'm going to throw away the cases either. I think I'm just going to keep the cases. Oh, did you find the pumpkin one too? Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I yeah. I put the skeleton one in the living room, and I got the pumpkin one in here. So yeah, I'm excited, man. Everybody, again, I'm glad you like them. Everybody's been really supportive, and it's been awesome. We just did the Hellraisers today, one, two, and three. I wanted to do Bloodline and a Revelations wax melt. Sydney was like, no, do a Bloodline. Dude, oh, I, dude. I wanted it's too late now. I mean, maybe down the road, but yeah, Bloodline's color scheme is so cool. That's like, what I told Sydney, but yeah. she was just like, No, I'm doing the first three and that's it. And she's the boss. Uh, I mean, she's the boss. I wanted to do Revelations because I know, know I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I want to do Revelations and make it you smell could like make it diarrhea brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would be um, funny, but hey, you know, Jaden would have bought some Revelations ones yeah. for sure. I wanted, I wanted to say I'm excited and I wouldn't mind getting your take on this. So, we're doing Scream next. Sydney's really yeah. excited about that. And I was like, Sydney, do you want to do do some based on the movies or what? And she's like, no, no, no. I don't want to do a Scream 3 wax melt. Not because she doesn't. Sydney likes all the Scream movies except for four. But she was like, I want to do characters from the movie. And I was like, okay, good idea. She So we're doing Nev, Randy, of course. And he'll Stu. sell out. Randy will sell out the fastest, I bet. Stu, Billy. Yeah. And Sydney wanted to leave it at that. I pushed. I think the people want Casey, Drew Barrymore. I think you have to do Drew Barrymore for the first movie. But do you, you think we should add her, or should we take somebody else? You want my opinion? Or Tatum, right? Kirby, Kirby. No, but and, we're doing. We're, it, oh, we're doing just the first one. Just the first. Just the first movie. Oh, dude, dude. Do, do we do? Do we do Tatum or do we Look, do Casey? Casey's more iconic, but I would love a wax melt. Titty of, wax melt. Uh, yes, yes, of the photo of her with the hard nipples. Like, I, I, I know. I think so, come too. Come on. I'm, I, I, hopefully, we're going to start working on them in the next two or three days. So maybe if the people comment down below, we can get some feedback on that. But 
you know. But we were getting sense figured out for all that. But I'm excited, man. It's uh, dude, it's I fun. keep getting people reach out to me and like tag me and stuff in it when they get their stuff. I'm like, guys, I that's all Christian and his wife. Like, hey, I you know, awesome that you're buying them, but like, you know, I, yeah, I get it because it's Unita. Yeah, yeah, that's our yeah. brand, man. We're the Unita. I, I love it. I mean, we you still to- we still got to do our sense. We are. I am, dude. I'm just. I'm proving. I'm. I, I'm with you. I'm just proving the market. Like I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because things are just going so well. So I, I we're gonna do we're gonna do us without question. Without question. You know, and we gotta City do that shirt. Schedule. We gotta do the t shirt, the Unita Boys t shirt because I need to design that tonight. I'm sorry. You made no, you, that you're was fine. I, it's just multiple people have been like, I would buy that. I would absolutely buy that. And I'm like, fuck yeah. All right, let, like like the logo it. of the podcast now with our heads or does it need to say you the you need a boys like what do you that, think they it, you need a boys with a z but i also think it should have either the logo with our heads on it or I, we, our heads definitely on it and the you need a boys you i'll know? make it i'll make yeah. it yeah but um yeah yeah no man I, i'm excited for christmas time too to see what kind of sense you guys come up with i know for a fact there's gonna be a black christmas i know for a fact there's gonna be a silent night deadly night hey did you saw that they're putting that out on 4k oh yeah fuck yeah, dude. yeah it's like wait. a that's like a whole set too that that thing is pretty nice that it is but how much is that going for um probably dude if you get the whole kit and caboodle with all the posters and shit it's probably expensive i i heard piz talking about it a few days ago saying the whole set was a little pricey it is it is it is like i remember a scream factory did the happy death day set which was so cool but it was like 130 dollars, and it's only two movies i'm like they they didn't put slip covers on them and people were losing their fucking minds (laughs) i i I couldn't spend 130 dollars on two movies there i just couldn't do it yeah, I'm excited about these two. Like i I showed a, I showed just a few when you were getting your your movies because I didn't want to edit. So obviously, I didn't want you to. I wanted people yeah. to go, "Oh shit, what's happening?" Yeah, I'm really happy with this Scream Two Steelbook. I think that looks. And my, I've had I've heard a lot of people say that this has no business looking this good, and then I fucking. So long Scream story two, short, Scream Two is a great sequel. Scream Two, Scream Two is the best sequel. I, I'm standing firm, and I'm going to tell you why. The only reveal to me that ever really had weight to it was Debbie Salt. Debbie Salt. I mean, seriously, I love Aunt Jackie anyway. So the only thing about Scream 2 that is shitty, and I'm sorry. If you like this, you have terrible taste. That stupid I think I love you scene where he gets on the table. I, think I literally I, love you. I, I want to kill him. I mean, oh, I it, really it's cringy. Him. It has no business in that movie. No. Kevin Williamson wrote that? Are yeah. you kidding me? Kevin. Kevin thought he could do anything. Like, I could do whatever I want. I'm Kevin Williamson now. I took the plastic off. You know? But anyway, long story short, I ordered the Munsters and the Evil Dead remake on 4K. It got lost in the mail. I took that as a premonition. I was like, if I'm getting any Evil Dead on 4K, I need to get my favorite one. So I got the refund on the remake. But dude, look at that artwork. I usually don't like... It's beautiful, yeah. So, I mean, I decided I'm going to go to Best Buy and get the last copy that they had. I, you know, look at that. I love that art. Oh, they did a great job. I'm telling you, dude. I mean, I'm a producer's cut fan, but in terms of picture quality, the theatrical cut gets the edge because of the Michael Lerner stuff. Because Dude, it's I, just so poppy and colorful. And I can't lie to you guys. I was definitely kind of pissed off because I pre-ordered these when everybody else did. And mine matter. got here like a week late. 
And I was yeah. like, this is bullshit. Like I sent a screenshot to Rudy. He was like, do you still not have yours? I sent him the screenshot of showing when I pre-ordered it. I'm like, I should have had it by now. Like this makes no sense. I, um, I, I did scream factory. Cause something I, I, I had like a, I remember telling you, I was like, dude, I'm such an idiot. I, I paid just, $99 from Amazon. Yeah. I ended up paying like a little more than that, but on, I'll be honest with you, dude. I, I, I ordered from screen factory, but I got the posters and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm glad I did because I like them. The posters look cool. So I was happy. That's I got them. one. Yeah. I've got that poster. hanging <laughs> up. The <laughs> floating Michael. What the fuck is he doing? Did he Jesus fart? Because God. it looks like he had like a mega fart. Cause all the leaves are blowing <laughs> right behind his ass. You know, I don't know. But it's but been a no, great year for physical media, dude, too, dude. I was going to say that. It, not just movies coming out, but physical media. Jesus Christ. Like, it's like... Four, it's we, not we been finally, for the wallet. We have finally hit the renaissance of 4K because they're finally looking... Dude, I'm telling you. H2O looks so good, it's, it's not even funny how good it looks. Because those Blu-rays have not only been shitty, they've been cropped. Dude give steve minor may not know how to fucking pick a mask for a movie but when i say he knows how to shoot a movie and get it done dude it's fucking amazing i mean it really looks that good so it's money and um i'm glad i got the the this on blu-ray because i just want to see the making of because you know rob's making ofs are always absolute fire so uh unfortunately i heard the making of on that is all b-roll it's there's no interviews. Oh. It's literally just B-roll for an hour. Um, so you don't get any insight. You don't get sit downs and talks with anyone. It's just B-roll footage. Oh, well, fuck it. But watch it anyway. I'm sure there'll be stuff in there to enjoy. But guys, um, live update from uh, Rudy. Just got out of Terrifier 2. Wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's Rudy's live reaction. So Goddamn right. Go fucking see it, guys. Go see it. Go see Because there's going to be a third one regardless. So you might as well jump on the fucking train now. Okay? Just jump on the train. Get into it. Let it let it take hold. Oh, yep. God. It's been, a, it's been a good year, dude. And I, I have a feeling that we're going to end it right with Halloween uh, Halloween Kills. I mean, ends. Excuse me. And We're um, going to rewatch Halloween Kills and end it right. We're gonna we're gonna do, dude. I watched that again the other night. And I just I I adore that movie, man. I just I love that movie. It is so fun. I need like, to rewatch eighteen. To be honest with you, I need to. It's been probably since twenty eighteen. I watched it October first uh, to kick off October, and I fired off a tweet the next day or that night and said, you know, I give this movie shit a lot, but watching it that night, I was like, this is a really solid movie. Like it really, really is. Like. I it's feel like just, I just yeah. nitpick sometimes. You well, know? it's like, dude, we have so much shit to compare it to naturally. So, yeah, I mean, well, it's of course. Resurrection. You know. No, dude. Okay, Christian, I got to say, you know, before before we're done here tonight, I talked to Christian about this yesterday. And, and Christian, I feel the same way about this. That it's just like, we really don't give a shit at this point. Like, you, you're wasting your time. But it never ceases to cease that if I make a video about Rob Zombie in any form or fashion, I made a Halloween two audio only. Like I had photos and everything. It's like over a half hour, but you don't see me in it at all. It was narration the entire time. First time I've done a video like that. Got some awesome feedback from people. Truly awesome. Has 1500 views in a day. Like that's really good for my channel. Like 
awesome feedback. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it has 130 some odd comments already, and most of them are good. Uh, I, sh- I sent one to Christian yesterday, and he was like, Dude, I'm just done with it. Like, you know, basically, fuck these people. Like, you, you like, who cares? And I, I agree. That's why I don't take I don't take it to social media and go, look at this dipshit. But man, today I got quite a few come through. Quite a few. Um, yeah. It's uh, I, I, the reason I'm bringing this up is just to say if any of you guys are fans of us and you watch the podcast and our channel just as a whole or whatever, you're wasting your time. I, I you, nothing you can say is going to make me not appreciate that movie. Well, nothing. I love it. Please, please give me more views. Give me more comments. I, I, I said that I to one it. guy. He said, uh, "What did he say?" Uh, I, I'm just going to put it right out there because I replied to it, and uh, this is a perfect example of what I mean. Somebody said. To me, just stop. Uh, he said Rob Zombie ruined the Halloween movies, and I said he did. They never recovered. He destroyed the original forever. Give it a rest already. This person said, "Did I hurt your feelings? Why don't you not worry about how I feel?" I said, "Believe me, I'll be just fine whether you agree with me or not." But you took the time to click and comment, so I wouldn't say I'm the triggered one. And they didn't reply. So, I just, dude, I love it. I I pin those comments. Like, like, uh, I, I love, dude, I love dissension. Does that hyperbolic statement not piss you off though? We hear that all the time. Rob Zombie ruined Halloween. How motherfucker? How did he take the original negative of the original film? Burn it. Take all of your physical copies and everything that's ever been put into syndication on TV, burn it. So no one can ever watch it again. Like, you know, it's just, that's, it's, I've been hearing that for years. It's fucking dumb, dude. It's dumb. I love it. These are the, and, and the people that do this are the Blumhouse fanboys that think that this trilogy can do no wrong and it's amazing and it's incredible. And it's just like, guys. I had to put that baby up there, man. Yeah. I booted the uh, not Friday remake poster. Cindy was like, Christian, you got another damn poster. What you get? And I was like, I got Rob Zombie's Halloween too. She goes, God damn. You and that Rob Zombie. You know? I mean. She liked the Munsters though. She thought it was fine. Yeah, I don't understand a lot of the hate that movie got, honestly. Yeah, but I, uh, no, I do. Rob Zombie. It just says Rob, Zo- a Rob Zombie gonna, film. I think half of it is Rob Zombie. And I still stand by the fact that, to me, Sherry is just tr- trying. And I think if she would have dialed it back and let everybody else around her be the an- animated, I think it, it would have been better. But... I got to be honest, man. I, I I like her, but I I think this is probably one of her weakest performances. I think Lord of Salem may be her best, but I think this is pretty low for me. I think her worst is thirty one. I think she comes across like a wet napkin in thirty one. I think there there's no emotion there. Some people in that movie are great. Jeff Daniel Phillips and Richard Brake specifically are great in thirty one. Yeah, Jeff Daniel's great. Period. I, I he yeah. is so good at being different personalities. I love him. You know, it's funny, Christian. I don't know if you knew this, but when I did my H2 video the other day, and I, I took notes, I did extensive research on I can on tell. The, it was good. I, I watched it. The, well, the reason I, I didn't know if you knew this, and I didn't mention it. I cut it out of the – when I was editing it, I cut it out of it, and I don't know why I did. Maybe because I felt like it was getting a little bit too long, but Bill Mosley was initially going to be um, uh, Howard, the bouncer at the strip club that got his head smashed in. And Bill Mosley quit Halloween 2 
and said, no, I'm not doing it because of the interference from the Weinstein company and dimension, like the hoops that everyone was having to jump through the attempts at rewrites, the calling every day on set to change this or change that bill Mosley said, this is not worth it. It's not, I'm not doing this. Like, I, I don't want them dictating this role. I don't want to be a part of that. What role was he supposed to do? Howard, the bouncer that got his head stomped in. Okay, yeah, because I covered that when I did. I remember they didn't. I don't remember if they covered the part he was supposed to play, but I remember when I was reading the Taking Shape book, I covered that, and that's why Jeff Daniel Phillips must be the bouncer. Because yep. in the book it said Jeff Daniel. That's why Jeff Daniel Phillips has two roles in the film. But I don't think the author knew. I don't know where you read that, but. The author didn't have the specifics on that, but he did say that's why Jeff Daniel Phillips has two roles. I assume Jeff Daniel Phillips was the bouncer and, and Bill Mosley would have been the party host. No, it was the other way around. They He always wanted uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips as Uncle Seymour Coffins, uh, yeah. but he didn't want him as Howard. He, and not again, nothing against, he's, he's great as both, but he wanted it. Obviously, if you could have it your way, you don't want people doing dual roles and, uh, it would have been, a, again, we talk about this all the time, Rob Zombie getting horror royalty into his movies, even in just cameos and bit parts. Like, he's great at it. People love to work with Rob. So, like, you know, say what you want about the guy, but he's got the respect of a lot of horror royalty. And sure. uh, Bill yes. wanted, you know, that would have been really, really cool. But Dude, another reason why it's just such a shit show and we'll probably never get that making of. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, he, Rob Zombie still says to this day it was the worst shoot he's ever had. And it's not that he's not proud of the movie. He is proud of the movie. He likes it better than Halloween 2007. But he <laughs> says it's the worst shoot he's ever had. And but, but it's he's so he's so just nonchalant. Like, I remember when I first found out he liked Rob Zombie. I, when Rob liked Rob Zombie. <laughs> when he liked his second movie better, it was an article that got posted. And they quote Rob Zombie at the head of the article where it was like Rob Zombie prefers the second movie. And the quote was, I think there was some all right stuff in part two. <laughs> like, that's the quote. So I just oh. imagine Rob between you two Halloween's which you're like, eh, I think there's some all right stuff in part two. Like I, yeah, that's right. exactly how he, I yeah. that's exactly how he says. I think it's from all right. I just fucking love the dude, man. I well, it's, it's like dude. Rob won't even really talk about them anymore. Like that's how bad the experience ended up right. being for him. Like, with the people coming for him and his wife after the first movie and then the the studio interference with the second movie, he got so burnt out on Halloween. That's why in his director's cut, he's openly stated he killed everyone so he could say, fuck you, you can't bring me back. My right. story's done. Fuck you. Um, isn't, and it the- inter- isn't it interesting how... Because when I was reading the book, they interviewed the director of photography who ended up working with Rob on, I think, the majority of his films. And he said, it's so crazy how different the white room scene plays out. And Brandon Trost. Brandon yeah. Trost, yeah. And I didn't really put to, I didn't think about that, but it's so obvious. So in the theatrical cut scene where she lives, he she, she's alive and she's really in an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. But in the book, the direct, he's the director of photography said in the, in the, in the director's cut, her dying and being in that room and seeing her mom in the white horse is the equivalent of, of, of Lori going to the, what, what they call the white light, mm-hmm. like going into like the afterlife. So going it's home. so, it's so insane how that scene completely changes in the two cuts. Mm-hmm. 
but remains the same. The context changes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But they didn't have to shoot anything new with that. It's Um, amazing. I love it. Yeah. The Weinstein company demanded that there was a different ending for theaters. And, but Rob had, Rob's got to have something when he gets hired by certain companies in his contract that says you will allow me to make a director's cut when I put it, when it goes out on physical media, because every movie he's ever done, I think aside from the monsters has a director's cut. Like, oh, this, and not only that, speaking of, he managed to get this on physical media on Netflix. We can't get Texas Chainsaw, but we can get the, we got the monsters. Like yeah. no doubt in my mind, Rob, this Rob's Rob's the reason this came out on physical media. That was no doubt in my mind. Last week, it was the number one seller on Amazon in horror and in comedy. So people are buying it. I mean, say Rob, Rob has fans, man. But I really want to see him get another big theatrical gig. I want to go to a theater and see a Rob Zombie movie again that has a $20 million budget. Like, I'm ready for him to do something really kick ass again. Mean. Dude, he had some great stuff in the pipeline that never happened. The Blob remake would have loved to see that with Rob Zombie. He had that Tyrannosaurus Rex movie, which was going to be like kind of like Rocky about a boxer. Like, a boxer. that would have been so fucking cool to see him play in these different sandboxes, and they just never came to fruition. Yeah, um, I wanted that that hockey movie. He Broad Street Bullies. Do. Yep, I about, thought about that the sounded, Philadelphia Flyers. Yep, that has sixteen millimeter written all. Oh over yeah. It. Yeah, because it's from the Flyers from the 70s or the 80s. It's one of the two eras, but you know he would have shot it. has got to be grainy no, and, a million yeah. percent the 70s. No no doubt. There's no yeah. way Rob's making a movie about something during the 80s. He hates yeah. the 80s. You can just tell. Yeah. He's got no love for the 80s. 60s he's and 70s guy. Fucking yeah. bell bottoms jeans mm-hmm. still, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I, tell, I, I just, oh, man. I don't know. I just went on that little diatribe there because it was just like, look, guys, you, you, you're not going to change my mind. Like you, and, and when you click and you comment, you're helping me with the algorithm. Like some of the hate I received for that is the reason why this video is getting so many views. So Eat I it guess, up, dude. Be happy. Thank you in a roundabout. Oh, yeah. I throw a lot of, I, I throw like every comment a heart. It, it, but if, you know, most of them I don't argue with i just throw my heart i'm like there you go i saw it you're welcome like i don't know but yeah guys this this has been a great fucking year for horror uh go see terrifier 2 this weekend it's playing all weekend i think it's playing until monday or tuesday and then uh brad miska actually retweeted something today that said that hundreds quote Hundreds of theaters uh, and theater owners nationwide are requesting a holdover because of demand. They're requesting it play longer than the five days. So good. You'll probably, if Jeepers Creepers Reborn can get a second run, although granted it did make $3 million on a limited release, which is very impressive. This will get a second run too. So see it this weekend. Isn't it crazy how Terrifier 2 was way cheaper than Jeepers Creepers. How much did they say Jeepers Creepers cost to make? I don't believe this because it was never reported, but Wikipedia has it at $5 million. I no don't believe way. There's no way. None. Zero chance. There is not a reputable actor in that movie aside from Dee Wallace, and she's in the very beginning. Um, there, there's just, They shot everything on basically like one location and a soundstage. There, there's no way. None. I feel, I feel so bad for... Jeepers Creepers Reborn, man. Like, well, it's- you know, it, it profited because I don't believe the budget was five million, and it made three million dollars in theaters. So I, it had yeah, to turn them. A I just mean, I just mean, like, dude, it's the laughing stock of 
and it's hard to argue it. You know, it's just the laughing stock of the genre right now. And then yep. you get this fucking Terrifier 2 movie that just goes to show in the right hands. And I'm not, I, I like Timo. I'm not saying the movie was his fault necessarily. Sh- terrible CGI in, in Jeepers Creepers Reborn. But dude, Terrifier 2 just is everything right about low budget horror. Everything right about it. Goes, so. Yeah, it goes to show that money isn't everything in the game. Um, yeah, guys, it's it's been a great year. We've got Halloween ends coming up, Violent Night. Um, yeah, yeah, this is exciting. This has been an exciting year. I hope you guys are able to check these movies out. Um, as far as what's coming for us next week, I think that's pretty obvious. <laughs> I think next week will be very Halloween centric. So uh, prepare for that. Um, I don't know, Christian. You got you got. You got anything else? I don't think so. Um, I think a nice 90-minute episode's good. You know, we don't want to overstay our welcome. I'm sure next... I'm sure the episode when we talk about Halloween ends will be very long. So... Yeah, I think it will be. I think that's good. I think that's good. So... Different for you guys to get the podcast on a Saturday. You guys normally get them on weekdays, but I hope that... I don't know... If you're off this weekend, maybe you're cleaning around the house. Maybe you're running errands, and this is a good listen for you. I mean, I work tomorrow, so I'll be able to listen to this back tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm going to try to squeeze out a bunch of these reviews on these 4Ks. But, um, yeah, thank you, guys. Podcast has been going for over a year now, and it's been going great. So let's keep it up. And we'll make those shirts. I'll put those shirts up soon, I promise. The You Need a Boys shirts, I'll have those up. So, Well, yeah. Awesome. I'm going to see if I can take off Thursday next week so I can go see Halloween in the theater. I'm going to see if I can do it. I'm going to put in right now and see if I get it. Do it. Let me know. All right, guys. We love you. Take it easy. <clears throat> Jeepers Shreepers, your boy's the best movie this year.